0: So welcome back to The Expert Edge. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, I've got a really exciting announcement. So I have been working on a secret project and it's all about your story because some of the feedback uh, and... I guess, um, results that we've been seeing with people has been very much built around their story. And from that place, I decided to create a mini course. Now this mini course is all focused on helping you to discover not just any story in your life, but what I call your conversion story. Your conversion story is the story that when you tell it, it naturally and authentically attracts your audience towards your offers. Does that make sense? So, every single time you go on a podcast, you go on a webinar, you speak at an event, and they ask you to share your story, you'll know exactly what story to share. I think it's one of the most valuable parts of selling on any level. Now, what's cool is I am launching this today. If you're listening to the podcast on the release date, then it actually goes live today. Now, like I said, this is gonna be a mini course. So my goal is to get you to discover, to create and to discover, and then maybe even share your conversion story in under 48 hours. So 48 hours or less. And the best part is this is the lowest priced program I've ever done. In fact, the price of the program is kind of ridiculous how low it is compared to the value of what it actually you know, will do in your life. So if you're really interested in discovering your conversion story and you would like to do this training with me, like I said, this is a completely new product. It's a new training that I've designed. And the whole focus, the whole goal is to help you to discover your conversion story. In the link below uh, in the show notes, you should be able to find the link there, or you can just simply go to conversionstoryformula.com so just type in www.conversionstoryformula.com and that will take you straight there you can check it out and join uh, this will never be at a better price than what it is right now, and there's an amazing guarantee uh, as well with the with the um, program. And I'm just really excited. It's a really great introductory experience if you haven't done anything with me before, or maybe you have and you you really want to dive deeper into your story. Then this is a really cool place to start uh, with me. So go and check it out. Uh, like I said, it's it's a brand new program. Uh, it's like a mini course, a mini uh, you know formula. That you're going to be able to apply right away. So, now on to today's podcast. I have got some really special guests. Today, I'm interviewing the Diaz family. Uh, it is Chelsea and Steven Diaz and they are the Rainmaker family, the Rainmaker group. Now, uh, I've known them for just over over a year or so and through the journey of me knowing them, I've just found them just First of all, incredible people. And not only are they just beautiful people, like an incredible family, but they are incredibly successful in the expert industry. In fact, on the podcast, they shared with me that they have done seven $1 million or more launches in a row. I'm going to say that again. They've done $7 million launches in a row. I think that's in under two years. So, or around that. So, it's pretty incredible, right? And essentially, the reason why I wanted to interview them was to, first of all, understand their philosophy of how they built their expert business, um, to understand how they help people and the structure of it, and to really inspire you. Because I know for me, just listening to them and hearing their journey, it really inspired me. I took down a ton of notes. So I think that you're going to get really inspired from hearing their story. And you're going to take away a lot of really practical strategies that you can implement in in your expert business as well. So it's a really fantastic conversation. Looking forward to getting into it. So enjoy the Expert Edge uh, podcast episode with the Diaz Rainmaker family. Let's get into it.
1: You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy.
0: So Stephen and Chelsea Diaz, welcome to the Expert Edge. Thanks for having us. Excited (laughs) to be here. Hey, I haven't had many couples on the Expert (laughs) Edge. To be honest, when I think about it, I think you're the first couple.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> I feel very honored. Thank you. <laughs>
3: we are start a new trend here. Yeah, working together in business. I feel like it's business a- is the greatest marriage mm-hmm. counseling. <laughs> Definitely, because <laughs> it's either or- going to destroy you
0: or build you up. You know, <laughs> that is that is so true. How long have you guys been married for?
2: Uh, next March will be ten years, so I guess we just celebrate our nine year wedding anniversary, Oh, that, which that's is exciting! Crazy.
0: Ten yeah. years, ten years. We're about to hit seventeen.
2: Wow, wow, that's Isn't amazing.
0: That, that's it's so crazy. <laughs> um, and and you've got two little kids. Uh, you've got a four-month-year-old, like a little bub, and a two-and-a-half-year-old. <laughs> How is running a business and and you guys run a very dynamic, very robust business? How what are you finding with running your businesses is kind of helps you cope? Uh, especially for you, Chelsea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I loved, I love talking about this and empowering families that you can have a successful business and have a good uh, family life as well. And we're constantly uh, re-evaluating. We talk about seasons a lot. What kind of season are we in? Um, I'm big about scheduling. I really try and schedule out my work days and my week just in general so that there's a lot of life-giving activities. There's good family time, setting good boundaries, having help, like we have a nanny. We outsource, we have an incredible team, but I really think it comes down to just scheduling and reevaluating. Like, am I feeling too pulled in the business? Am I feeling too pulled mm. as a mom? Like, and where do I need to, to adjust? So that yeah. for me has worked well. Um, and again, constantly reevaluating. What does this month look like? Are we in a launch month? Are we in a more chill month? Like what is happening? Um, and how do I adjust?
0: Yeah, that's so you- good. I know Chelsea. You never, had, saying, you never have perfect balance, do you? It's always no. like like adjusting continually. Uh-huh. Sorry, Stephen. What were you going to say? Yeah, no.
3: I, I the people always ask about the balance thing, and I feel like there's there's no such thing as balance. Who said that? Someone said that recently to us, where I was like, it's more just like leaning. You just lean one way and you lean the other. And Chelsea said something recently I thought was just so profound, like that. In the restriction, there's kind of freedom, and so what she's really done specifically her schedule. I'm not as like scheduled as her, Um, but she's like really defined her days where it's Mm -hmm. like this day is a family day. Like this day is a work day between these hours. Uh, This day is like all mommy day. This day is a friend day. Right. And like um, having chunks of time throughout the week to design basically a dream week around what gives her life. And like, when is hyper-focused business time and when is all in mom time, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's really, I feel like restricting it has also like, she's like crazy productive when she's working in the business because she's Mm -hmm. like, I have three hours. Like Mm -hmm. what's my highest paying task in these three hours and everything else is outsourced to, to team and, and, um, you know, people that can do the busy work that she shouldn't Mm -hmm. be doing.
0: It's so true. Like if you want something done, give it to a busy mom. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, they, they know how to get stuff done.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So true. So for the listeners who are new to you and you guys, could you explain uh who you are and and how you help them? And then we'll get into a little bit, bit of the background and the journey you guys have been on.
3: Totally. Yeah. So uh we're Stephen and Chelsea, uh, we're also known as the Rainmaker Family, or what we built, I would say is the Rainmaker family. It's more of the community. And, uh, we help families make it rain. So, uh, what we do is specifically we focus on helping moms create income from home. Um, we do that right now, mainly through helping them get paid by Amazon every two weeks, just by supplying products to Amazon's warehouses. So, um, we help moms become what we call the middle mom. So instead of the middle man, we become the middle mom Mm -hmm. between Amazon's customers and the suppliers who are actually supplying those products. And it creates a very you know, passive business, it takes work to set up, but, uh, once it's set up, Amazon's handling all the shipping and handling, and, um, it allows this mom to really scale the business to six, seven figures, potentially even selling the business, um, without building like a massive team. So that's what really gave our family a financial breakthrough. We were in the service-based industry. Uh, doing a lot of photography, actually, at the time when we started this Amazon thing. But it really took off, gave our family a lot of freedom. And then we just started telling everyone about it. And that's where the Rainmaker family was born.
0: What was the moment where you obviously you were doing photography, right? And Mm -hmm. And we've got a few mutual friends and stuff like that. We were talking about before. So you're in this world. You're trying to like grow in that world. And then what was the moment when you realized, hang on, this Amazon thing is, is really working. We should go all in on that.
2: Yeah. It was definitely at a wedding. You know, uh, <laughs> if you've ever been in the wedding industry, you're given a very small window for dinner time or your meals and we're scarfing our faces full of tri-tip <laughs> or whatever the food was Usually
3: hiding in the corner, eating off our yeah. laps, you know,
0: <laughs>
2: And there are just weddings where, you know, our we have this dinging sound that goes off and we would make an Amazon sale and Steven would be checking his phone from time to time while we weren't working and we would be making more money Um, on our Amazon business than what we were getting paid um, as wedding photographers. (laughs) And I think for me, that was like this light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, like I felt the weight or the heaviness of like trying to hustle and book more jobs for the next year. I felt that being lifted and just seeing like the opportunity that if we wanted to take off a few weekends, we could, we didn't have to say yes to every single inquiry that came our way and it allowed us to be really more picky and then- um, Just to have that financial freedom that both of us were trying to find in so many different other other ways. So, yeah, at a wedding,
3: (laughs) at a wedding, and it was a slow process retiring out of the wedding industry. Mm -hmm. Now we're fully out of it, fully retired, fully all in with Amazon and Rainmakers. But you know, people book these weddings like two years out, so it was a process of slowly Mm -hmm. doing less and less and less until. Officially, it was like, all right, this is this is the last wedding, the end of an wedding. era. Mm-hmm. We did that for nine years, um, nine years.
0: Wow. wow. And so how long did that transition take from moving out of wedding, going into Amazon? And then now you're really an expert business owner as opposed to doing like full, I mean, you might, I don't know, you might still be doing the Amazon stuff, but I yeah, know you yeah, teach yeah. people now to do mm-hmm. Amazon stuff. So I'm curious, how did those transitions occur from like out of the wedding industry into full-time Amazon and then out of the Amazon industry, you know, as your core offer into actually teaching people how to do Amazon, which is what mm-hmm. I want to get into soon.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so Amazon started as like a side hustle, right? Started yeah. taking off, started being like, wow, there's actually something here. But still, I feel like your listeners probably relate. Like you have something, sometimes it feels like a goldmine, but mm-hmm. then you still don't trust it yet. It's like, this is new territory, but I like don't trust the ground yet, you know, mm-hmm. and so it was a process of us mentally kind of committing to it and scaling it and going up, um, and but I mean, pretty much after the first year, we started telling friends and family. Like, I taught my mom how to do it. Taught like, you know, I was posting in other photographer groups and being like, guys if you got an off season, do this. Right. And so I was just teaching other people yeah. cause that helped me learn it was just like sharing what I learned. And it was around that time we read expert secrets, um, a book by Russell Brunson that talks about selling what, you know, and mm-hmm. it just was like a light bulb went off. I feel like at that point I had been on a bunch of webinars, I'd seen all the things. And when I read that book, I was like, oh, this is the secret. Like, this is the secret thing that everyone's been saying. Like this is the exact script. And so we followed that book to a T we did the beta group. We did the webinar. Um, our first webinar did $60,000, uh, which was like, we thought we were like, oh my gosh, it's true. Like we're one funnel away. Like we're going to be <laughs> millionaires. Funnel. Tell like, me about
0: that offer. The six, So you, <laughs> your first webinar. Yeah. First Guys, 11. get this, the listeners. I want you to get this. First webinar, 60 grand. I have I've had students do that as well, and it just blows mm-hmm. me away when like when this happens because that <laughs> didn't happen for me. That wasn't my experience. Yeah. And I, but I love hearing these stories. oh what was gosh. the offer? What was the offer um that you did uh, to do 60k at in the that first time,
3: 2k, 2k yeah. offer. Um uh, 1997. So yeah, 1997, you got it, <laughs> you know, and it was really just like a. Hey, we'll teach you what we know. It was like kind of like a course plus some one on one coaching. I don't remember everything that was stacked I think into there the office, was offer. like
2: 3 months of Voxer coaching access yep, yep. to Stephen, a Facebook group. I think you were building, you might have had a few of the pieces of the course um already, but you were yeah. definitely recording and maybe like one or two hour long one-on-ones with Stephen. Yeah.
0: Um, so at this time like
3: it's And it
2: was like kinda, come
0: and live in my house for 3 months yeah. as well and You yeah, know the like better office is promising. Yeah. We'll give you not, everything, like, leave yeah, don't
3: scale at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. It was totally that. And at this point, like, Chelsea and I are still doing the wedding thing full time, so this is kind of like my mm. off, like, it was kind of me playing around with this thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, right. wow, this is serious. And then, um, it started getting more and more serious. And I was like, Chelsea, I need you. <laughs> Luckily, Chelsea kept the wedding business running while I kind of messed around with this thing. But wow. what happened after the sixty thousand dollar, you know, weekend? Uh, was the story that you got to hear too, is because Mm. basically we had this big win, Mm -hmm. but we're so new to marketing. We just didn't really know that like, you don't just like, you know, like it was all friends and family. That's what happened. Like it was a friends and family webinar. I just posted on my Facebook, on our Instagram. It was like old brides and like, it was like people that knew, liked and trusted us. So we uh, made 60K, we went to Funnel Hacking Live, we're flying high, everyone's like, wow, you made 60K. And so we started like hiring all these people, like we're gonna scale this thing to the moon, right? And really just, I feel like went into the season of just the abyss of just like blowing money, getting banned off Facebook ads, just like having a, like a, um, you know, a real moment of like, this feels like there's so much potential here, but we just didn't have it all figured out. So we went through kind of a, a uh, an abyss season with Rainmakers where it was like, it was trickling in. I think that yeah. business, new business, like our Amazon business was doing uh, well over six figures at that point. Uh, wedding business was doing six figures. And this Rainmaker thing was doing kind of low six figures for the year. Um, but it was like, I, this thing has a million dollar potential, you know? Mm. And so we kind of just like struggle bust around the mountain for a year. Um, until we met, um, Pedro, Pedro Dale, you know, Pedro. Mm.
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> down the road from me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So
3: Pedro, um, this is like maybe a year later, we went to final hiking live with him. We were in his coaching program and this is when he was just starting to get really excited about challenges. And he was like, you need to do a challenge. Um, you need to try a challenge. And then he also really helped us narrow down our offer because when we thought about passive income, we were like, who likes passive income? Everyone, right? So like our is for everyone, right? Yeah. And you probably teach your people this. It's like if things for totally. everyone's for no one, right? And so Pedro really had a real talk with us, you know, um, and was like, you need to narrow this thing down. And at the time, he really encouraged us to look at where are your case studies? Because we did have students, but they're all over the place. And at the time, our case studies, like our successful students were all moms. And so a majority of them. And so we niched down into like, let's make this program 100% for moms. Um, And we even went even more narrow at the time to even a sub niche within moms. Um, And it felt uh, at the time it was homeschool uh, moms who homeschool their kids in a certain age in a certain homeschool program. So that's like how crazy small it got. It was an audience on Facebook of like 50,000 people total. Yeah. Um, so we got super specific with it since then. We've expanded out to working moms, to older moms. Um, uh, but we started super narrow. And at the time, Chelsea was not a mom, <laughs> and I was not a mom, definitely. And I was like training, so it felt really weird. But I think this is probably I'm saying it for your audience this is freedom. Sometimes, like, your who is not you. Like, sometimes people are just like, My person is just like me, you know, I'm a bro with abs, and so I track bros with abs, right? But sometimes, like, you're the who you're called to serve is not you, it's actually just who you are best equipped to serve at a high, like a really high level. And for our program, when we were teaching, like, here's how you could do this in 30 minutes. Like it was like, this is like a nap time. And if a mom has a nap time, she can build a business. And so it gave us new Don't you language. have a phrase
0: around that, around nap times or something?
3: Uh, we had one, yes, yeah, si- uh, Build a six-figure side hustle during nap time well, for a while.
0: Yeah, I, I remember you said yeah. that to me when we were at a conference, and I was like, "Oh, that's really good." Yeah, um, and that
3: came from one of our students' testimonials. And mm-hmm. and since like our like our average age of our moms in our group is actually older now, they have older kids that aren't taking naps, so we don't use that as much anymore. But this is the stuff you learn in the process, right, mm-hmm. of growing and like kind of planting your flag in a niche. And um and yeah, like it was really those two things: challenges plus the micro niche Um, with the existing stuff we were already doing, just repositioning offer, repositioning the copy for that person. That was the catalyst that took this business from um, six figures to uh, first year. We started doing those. It was 4.5 million um, and then 5.5 million the next year. And so those two things were really like the the gasoline on the fire.
0: Wow. What would you say to someone who's scared to niche down? what about you Chelsea? what would you say to like your your experience through that
2: yeah i mean i just uh i feel the pain you know not the pain but i understand <laughs> yeah. the scariness of it because you feel like you know well what about all these other people and of course like you know we're very mom focused and all that now and we've got people in our group who aren't moms at all. Like you can still attract those people. And yes, of course, you can still serve them and have them in your group. But I would just encourage them to go for it. Like you have to try. And if you really niche down and you've tested and you've tried, then you can like niche down again in another area. Uh But I really do think that You'll see fruit when you really think about like who is that person, where do they shop, what are they into, and like really niching down. I believe uh, we'll really catapult people into more success. And then as you narrow that down, you can go broader, like we've done now. So yeah, yeah. But I understand the scariness of like oh man, this is too narrow. But that's good when you feel that way. That's when you know I, I'm I'm hitting the mark. Like yeah. this is when to really go in
0: when it feels that little bit scary of like, Oh, Mm am I going too narrow?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Tell me about, because I know, you know, from our conversations, you've done like million dollar weeks where you'll do a, you know, a five day challenge or something and you'll do over a million dollars in a week, uh, which is just so cool because you're serving moms Mm -hmm. and you know, you're helping them completely transform their lives. Uh, But tell me about the journey of you um, building your offers And your audience to Mm. be able to do that.
3: Yeah, and I mean that—that's definitely a learning curve that we Mm -hmm. kind of fell into the deep end on. How it worked was like you know, in 2019 when we started doing these challenges, like, like I was still the coach, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was like I would be the guy in Voxer. I could only take on a certain amount of students until I was, I was drained, you know. Mm -hmm. So at the time it was like 30 students. So we did a first challenge. I think uh we still had a we had a 3k program, right? So Pedro was like raise the price, right? We raised it to 3k. So um, it was
0: 2k then it went to 3. Went to yep. 3k. This is May
3: 2019. Had um uh what is the math on this? 30 people, 30. No, it still must have been 2k at the time. Um anyways, I don't want to get too much into the numbers, but oh, that yeah. first challenge at 60,000 um so I think it was still at 2k at that time because we had 30 so 30
0: students. people let's say 30 people joined 30 at 2k. H- how many people were in the challenge to get 30 people to join? Oh, do you remember May 2019? Maybe
2: Yeah, I f- I feel like it was definitely a high conversion rate. I think maybe we had around 50 to 60 showing up. Live, yeah, maybe 200
3: that. in the group and then like 50 people showing up live.
0: Okay,
2: cool. Um,
3: still kind of a warm market, but we ran, yeah. we paid 2000 in Facebook ads on that one, which at the time, okay. scary number. It was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, it scary I'm gambling <laughs> on the Facebook machine, two thousand dollars. But I mean, 2000 into 60, we we're like dang, 30x return, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. So the next challenge, Pedro was still advising and coaching us in this whole mm-hmm. thing. He's like, raise your price. So we went from two to 3k. We still sold 30 spots. And so, uh, and then I sold, I think a handful extra. So the next challenge we did in October, 2019 did hundred K. That was our mm-hmm. first like hundred K month. And it was just like, dang, this is crazy. Just raising the price, pulling out some of the bonuses that took up some of our time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that we could take on a little bit more students. And this is the stuff you learn in the process as you're scaling. Mm-hmm. But what kind of really caught us us off guard was we're doing these challenges every four months. But so we did like May, October now it's rolling around to 2020 February, okay? So every challenge we spent more on ads too. Yeah. So 2019, the first one, 2K. The second one, 10K, 10K into 100K. Um, and then, so the next one, we're just like, let's spend 20K. We're building faith in how much we're spending yeah. on the ads. And so we were spending, uh, we were planning to spend 20K on ads. And uh, uh, we were actually, um, I was out uh, with Pedro recording his his crush with challenges um program and um i remember calling chelsea and being like the ads are like like they're they're doubling our money on the front end like it's like a self-liquidating funnel so like we were putting in a dollar and two dollars are coming out on the front end we know we make the money so on did the you back have end. an
0: upsell when they land in it so they could join like a like a paid mm-hmm. part of the challenge is that right
3: yeah yeah so we had like you know a 27 challenge a 97 dollar upsell and then a one was it, it was kind free? of free do you run
0: free challenges mainly
3: we were doing paid, paid challenges.
0: Oh, uh, so you are yeah. doing paid challenges and it was $27. And then there was like an upsell in it. Is that
3: right? Yeah. Yeah. $27 at the time. And again, this is 2020 Facebook yeah. ads were a little bit more affordable back then. Right. Um, so now we pay a lot more for a customer yeah. to join the challenge. But at the time we were paying, it was costing us about $30 to get a customer and we were making an average of $60, $70 on the front end. Wow. So we know that those people are going to I mean, at this point we built some confidence still, it felt scary, but I basically remember calling Chelsea. I was like, okay, we have a vending machine. We're putting in $1 and two is coming out. How many dollars should we put in?
0: Yeah.
3: You know, and she's like all of it, you know? So like we put like 65,000 into ads, um, it a two week period for that yeah. challenge. And we just did not like, we did not think through the logistics of what that meant. <laughs> so we got 3000 people in the challenge group. Um, and we had we had no customer support email. Wait, we how had, many
0: people in the challenge group? Three
3: thousand. <laughs> Three thousand. <000.
0: laughs> so we're like, this is so good. This is
3: insane. And so I remember, it's me, Chelsea, our nanny, who's supposed to be like watching our our newborn baby at the time. He's six, weeks old. six weeks old, and people are emailing some random email we had my Facebook messenger, Chelsea's Facebook messenger, and uh, like our Facebook business page, all the same questions. So we have like four (laughs) times the amount of work because we had no like solid place to like, like email questions. And so we're all just like answering messages all week we recruited our whole, this is, I mean, we had, we had coaches at
2: this time. We didn't, we were just about you recruited coaches like right that week? that week. Okay.
3: Yeah. So we saw the numbers. I was like, I can't take all these students. So either we change the offer or we bring on coaches. Mm. So we basically onboarded coaches within a week to basically do all the Voxer coaching part of the the offer. And so that we could scale. And I was like, if every coach can take on 30 to 50 people, we can do this thing. And this is a cool thing for your listeners too. Like Don't think about this stuff because like your, your community, if you have a community business or an offer, typically these people just come out of your community, like all these coaches came, I didn't have to recruit them. They were all just like, kind of, they just rose up to the top within our community naturally. And so like, I always feel like, you know, um, I like to say that God doesn't lead you into a battle you're not already already prepared for. And so while this like jumping in the deep end with 3000 people, like felt crazy, it was like, we were prepared and we did have to hustle and we did learn the hard way on a lot of like customer service, kind of like we didn't have an email, you know, <laughs> like stuff like that. But um, that was the first challenge that did uh, $1.2 million on the back Um wow. So insane. We had like over 300 people join the backend offer at a 3K price point at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we went on to do seven, seven figure challenges in a row. Um, basically seven, every-
0: Seven, seven figure challenges in a row. Yeah, oh, every geez. basically
3: three, four months, we just do another one do the same thing, spend a lot of money. And I mean, we spent more and more on Facebook ads every time. So um, we have spent up to 500,000 on Facebook ads for a challenge, a seven figure challenge. Um, so, you know, Facebook ads are getting a little pricier, mm. um, but this thing does work and um, and it's really honed our team like to be able to build systems and be able to hand that, handle that level. Um, but it, it still feels scary every time, like risking <laughs> the money, even though, you know, it's going to work. It's yeah. just like, oh my gosh, you got to front the money. You know, oh, yeah. and uh, and then just like do the process, and then make the offer. So, right. um, wherever you're at in the process, listening to this, like we totally get it. Like there's steps of faith, but you build confidence in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that is that's the story.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that whole like analogy of you know how fast can you can you drive the ship before all the sheets of metal just like fly off the side of it and it just <laughs> oh, no. it just explodes. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like patching the ship as you're accelerating, (laughs) you know, bringing on the coaches and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, It's just unbelievable. I'm curious in terms of right now for you guys, what, um, or actually what, yeah, in terms of the context of marketing for you, because obviously you guys have gotten good at marketing, good at resonating with your audience, really bringing them in. Uh, You're seeing great return on ad spend and so forth. What, what are some of the principles that you think about when you're looking at your challenge before you go into it? What are some of the principles you think about to actually market it? Well,
3: it's hmm. a good question. I feel like the biggest thing, like we learned in that whole season was resonance, right? Like when we had defined the person, we could resonate with them with the languaging, the testimonials, like the way we speak to our moms is different. And at the time in 2019, we were both not moms, right? Uh, we both were not parents. And so uh in that process, we did have a baby. So it was great for the brand, but we could also speak to them on a deeper level too. Mm-hmm. So that did help, like really getting to know your who. Um, and and you know, having the baby and all the ads. You know what I mean? <laughs> the and baby so, in
0: the ads. grab the baby. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we pay him a modeling fee, you know, for his work. Oh, and advertisements. <laughs> He's getting a royalty. Uh, yeah, yes. exactly. But, um, yeah. Resonance learning to when you narrow, and this comes back to that narrowing down when you narrow down to a very specific person, you know, exactly the words to say to them where they're like, Oh my gosh, like that is, that's what I've been thinking in my head. I haven't even verbalized it, but you say those things and then it's just like attracting that person. And so I think that's the biggest thing you can do in marketing that makes your life easy. Instead of trying to come up with a good copy, you just like learn to speak the right language. And a lot of that comes from listening, you know? So in our challenges, um, you know, uh, Pedro will say you can do a challenge to earn or challenge to learn, right? And so sometimes you do a challenge just to learn and hear the things your people are saying, the questions they have, the pain points they have. And oftentimes in a challenge, we've even changed the offer based on the pain points that week. Mm -hmm. You know, if everyone's hitting a wall with one thing, we're like, guess what? Here's a bonus. We just created on that thing. Um, and that really helps. And so it's really just like listening to people and repeating back the words that are going to resonate most with them um, in an authentic way. It's not like you're faking this thing. Like, it's like, we really do mm-hmm. believe when you can free up a mom financially, like it's going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And like, um, now that we are parents, we see that even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a depth to it that, that I feel like we have a passion and authority around. Um, So you can't fake it, but like the more you know your person, the more you can resonate with them. So that's definitely a principle. Um, I don't know. I think one thing we learned from, I think the wedding industry was just like the customer experience. Chelsea is definitely kind of, I feel like the master of that because she's very like, I don't know, you want to talk about that a little bit? Like, I feel like we always try to over deliver for people and surprise them with like, wow, I paid this and I got that. Um, And that's something we, we really learned, I mean, I don't know, like Jesse learned in
0: what does earlier that look jobs. Like, Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Chelsea, what does that look like?
2: Yeah, I think that we're big on like gifting our clients things. Um, and, you know, when they join our program, you get like your Rainmaker cape with this goodie box. We, you know, we have awards along the way. Um, randomly we'll do like surprises, you know, like go get a, like a Starbucks coffee on us. Or, um, and I think, you know, I love giving gifts specifically. And we do have like gifts that I like just talked about, but more than that, just having like a touch point along their journey. So we're just like evaluating, like if they join our mastermind, like how is their connection with their coach going to be like, are their systems set up so that the coach is like following up with them every step Mm. of the way so that they don't feel like left out or, um, Mm. you know, like we want to keep that momentum going. And so just creating like touch points. Like when they, when it's their birthday, we had all of our team members like record a little happy birthday thing that gets sent to them to make them feel loved and served. So I think, um, just clear communication and follow-up and all those things. Um, and of course, like monetary gifts too, I think are great as well, but it doesn't always have to be like a gift in the mail. It could just be, uh, making sure that they're feeling seen and heard in your group. And that really does go a long way.
0: Yeah. I think it does. I think like, marketing gets you going, but your product keeps you going.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: if you have a really good product, people talk about it. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. you got to join the rainmaker, like family that they yeah. just look after you. Um, Definitely, I love that in terms of your, your current offers and how your business is structured. What do your offers look like now? Cause you had a three K and that's gone up, right? Like what are the structure yes. of yep. your offers and your business right now?
3: Yeah. As we've kind of increased what we're offering when when it comes to the backend experience, now they get daily coaching, they get like all these other things. Uh, the current offer is 5,800. Um, and it's very interesting. There is definitely a very different buyer who's coming mm-hmm. in on the 5,800 than the 3K. Um, and that's just... I don't know. Like we saw this in the wedding industry too. You know, it's like when we got over a certain price point, it's a totally different bride. It was actually less questions in the email. It was less kind of like, you know, it was just easier actually at a higher level. And I'm sure you've yeah. seen that as well. Selling <laughs> totally like like high tickets, like drama. Yeah, it's yeah. less. It's so crazy. Um, and more results. Like it's like they get yeah. better results because they're more committed and all these things. So. Um, we did go from the three to the uh, three to five K price point in 2021 and then five to 5,800 this year. And it is definitely attractive.
0: I'm curious. Do you do financing for that? Do you do payment plans or you do upfront? Mm -hmm. Like how do you structure stuff?
3: We're figuring that out. Um, We have, we do have financing. Uh, uh, We are looking into a couple other companies right now, just have like more options. Um, We're looking into Eve and fund my contract and like all the ones that, you know, seven figures funding, like, um there's a lot of options when it comes to these like f- how to finance but yeah, we, we do see a lot of people even at the higher price when 5800 they are um they're doing the one-time pay painful um especially off a challenge the challenge really like if they make it to the end they're sold if they didn't make it to the end it's not a good fit you know mm. and so at that point we encourage them to do the one-time payment um or if they need money for inventory to leverage some sort of credit um Get into the mastermind and then use cash flow to go to, go towards their first inventory order. Um, but yeah, the 5800 definitely is bringing in a more like serious kind of working mom who's ready to scale something and less like oh I just want this little side hustle. She's yeah. like no I want to build a, like a business. Like it's just mm-hmm. a kind of different vibe. Yeah. But um the results like we've been seeing just since that shift and adding in a couple extra things on the back end that really. Um, provide that extra value have really taken it to the next level
0: love that and do you have a level above that or that's that's the core product that's it
3: we do yeah we we have um what we call our inner circle um so cool. it's a level above that right now it's 15k it'll probably be up at 25k in the next year or two and that's a like a mastermind
0: a that's a mastermind experience or what is that
3: yeah um yeah i mean uh it's It's like basically our higher level program for higher level sellers. So it's definitely not for everyone. We have some higher level sellers who love the passive side of it, like side of Amazon. We have um, like a gal who's selling like inflatable tanning pools. Right. And she's Mm, like, she made, she makes like $25,000 on a Monday, you know, like selling these things. And she loves that. She's just like, I can be fully mom and like not care about scaling this business. I just love that it, it brings in money and every once in a while I have to reorder inventory. We call that like a lifestyle Rainmaker. They love the passive side of things and that's how we attract them. It's like, we're building a passive income business. So Inner Circle is kind of more for the aspirational Rainmaker, who's like, I wanna scale this business. I wanna add more products. I wanna make it more my my full-time thing yeah. and sell the business. So they're kind of a different, pers- different breed of Rainmaker. Um, so that's our Inner Circle program. We do have like a financial qualifier to like, you have to sell this much on Amazon to get yep. in. And the goal is to really optimize the business, scale it, and then exit the business and sell the business for a multi-million dollar exit. So, um, that program is is pretty new. In Rainmakers, we're two years in, and we're kind of doing like a three-year rollout of it. Um, so, we're still kind of defining exactly what it is, but it's been a lot of fun working with those extra crazy 1%, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm always interested in just people's business models and and one yeah. thing I notice is like it's it's actually very simple your business model. You know, there's two levels. There's your core product and then there's the higher, you know, the high level product. What about um how have you, has your journey gone with selling, you know, you know, 5800 some people would say, you know, it's, you talk to some people they say it's very that's a low price product, some people would say that's like a high price <laughs> yeah. product. But, it, you know, it's a somewhat, you know, it's a medium level investment uh, mm. for people who are serious in business, but it's still not a tiny investment. Mm-hmm. How have your, how has your journey gone with, you know, making those types of offers, like basically a 6k offer to, you know, mums maybe who aren't working or, you know, mm. that journey, because the reason why I bring this up is because got, there's going to be listeners going, I serve to mums and, and I can't get them to buy something for $97 you know or $37 but yeah. you guys can sell stuff for 6k to them or even more. So what's been your journey with that and and what are some shifts that you've made to be able to like sell stuff, you know. And I know that you guys have just got such a beautiful integrity about what you do and what you represent. And so like what is what has been that journey in you selling mm-hmm. that those higher ticket offers to mums?
3: Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, I mean, it's been a process and it's always learning from I mean, even you, I, you came to be a mastermind at a mastermind weird and you're like, try this. And you like mapped out this whole uh tension framework. I was yeah. like, it blew my mind. So we're using that uh, to oh, yeah. sell things. Um good. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, I think I'm trying to think like one, it's the positioning, I think, of the future, like of what this could be, you know, when people are are thinking more about the result they're gonna get as opposed to what it's gonna cost them now. you know, um, They're willing to trade 5,800 for a six-figure business a year from now. And we really lay out exactly the, the plan to get there. And we'll look at their, hey, here's your budget, here's exactly how many products you have to launch uh, to get to that number, whatever their goal is. So that's what we do on a sales call is like, hey, what's your goal? Like, let's work our way backwards where you're at now. Right. And it's exactly how you could do that through this vehicle of Amazon. And that makes it really real for people if they follow that plan, it's gonna work. And then I also think like, um, as far as our confidence goes, like mm-hmm. we've been doing this four plus years. Um, every 1.5 days in our community, we have someone crossing hundred dollars a day. And every 14 days, we have someone crossing um the six figure mark. And so we track that stuff. So that gives us crazy confidence to go like, this works. Like you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to do the process. And um, since we've given away hundreds of those awards, it's just like crazy confidence to go like. I know this is so worth it for people.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just seeing like the testimonials that roll out from people who again are doing the work, are getting the results that, that like for Steven and I has built our confidence and just saying like, yes, we, we can charge this much because we do have an incredible offer and we do like stand behind what we do. Like we were talking with a friend who's um, also in the coaching industry and he was just, he's a little bit newer starting out and he's starting to see his clients getting like an increase in their finances, like consistently yeah. month to month to month. So that's amazing that the service that he's providing is increasing the revenue of his clients. And so so because he has those testimonials and he's seeing what I'm teaching is getting these people where they want to go. Like it's time to like raise my price and getting that confidence too. So I think you have to get people the results that, uh, you know, you have to be able to walk them through that process and get them the results. Mm-hmm. And so I think from that saying like, yes, this does work, um, leads to your confidence. And then from that price point, I think getting raised. So definitely that process.
3: One other thing I thought of is like, we actually, um, we got some inspiration from higher price programs. Mm-hmm. So that was like, gives us like, wow, we're going to, be- and like, I'll just say this, not everyone will see the value. Like yes, yeah. some people, you give them crazy value and they're just like, it's not enough. It's just like, that's, <laughs> it's never enough for <laughs> anyone so yeah. for that person ever.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, but like we, we had a friend join, um, Krista Mayshore's, uh, real estate program, which is 25 K plus, And he was showing me, Hey, here's what she does. Here's her daily coaching counter. I was like, that's amazing. Let's do that. So like we started doing daily coaching in our group and having our coaches do daily clinics every single day of the week. I think we have like six a week. And so we took this like thing from a 25 plus thousand dollar program and put it in a $5,000 program. And so like, uh, that totally gives me comments like, this is so valuable that people pay in Mm -hmm. just a different industry, real estate, they pay 25,000 plus dollars for this type of experience. And they're getting this mm-hmm. in a five K like, it's just, so that's one thing is like, if you haven't ever joined a high ticket program of some sort, um, and experienced that type of like, what's included with a $50,000, 25,000, like yeah. what do people do? And, um, and then trickle that down. If you have a lower price point into like, how can I do a part of that here? Um, and offer that value at a fraction of the cost. And that's a great like way to sell it too is like, here's how we got this idea. And we pulled it in here and we're like, I don't care if this doesn't make sense financially, we're doing it, you know? (laughs) So, yeah.
0: So it sounds like you've got client results to the level where you you actually look at it and go, hang on, like people are actually changing their life. Mm -hmm. So that gives you confidence to sell at a higher price point. And then you've also really taken the time to deconstruct the pathway of like how they get there. And then also showing them, like got them really associated with that transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In and then like that- any pain points that come up, yeah. right. Again, listening to them and solving them. So mm-hmm. that's like our offer has gotten crazy over the years. There's like so many things because it's like any pain point someone hits, mm-hmm. we take it on as our responsibility to go like, mm-hmm. okay, if five people had that issue, you know, let's create a bonus or a resource or something, a checklist that's going to get them past that wall a lot faster. And that makes everyone's experience better. And it increases the value of the offer. So we've just been like doing that every year, every year, every year until this offer is so all, you know, inclusive, basically that the price just keeps going up.
0: How do you not get involved in that? You know what I mean? Like once, because yeah. I know for me, you know, like our, our group is getting bigger and bigger. And the tension is like, I want to keep bringing more value, but I also only have a limited amount of time. Um, And obviously I can hire people, but like, what's your thinking about like adding value, but also not getting, you you know, not having you in the core center of it.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is new to us for sure. Um, And it's really exciting to see because it's just starting to like work. Um, But we, you know, we brought in coaches first to kind of like do like, okay, I was, I was doing the Voxer coaching. Now, now I just would go live once a week in the group and the coaches do the Voxer coaching. Right. And when we did the daily clinics, it's like, okay, now the coaches go live in the group and we, we might come on, you know, once a uh, we do once a week, like a short 15 minute thing. And yeah. then we do every two weeks, like a longer thing. Yeah. And so the coaches are doing most of that work. So you're kind of always constantly leveling up and replacing yourself or replacing yourself and then leveling up. Right. Mm. And so the last level for us, well, not the last level, but like the next level was the course content. You guys at the final level. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: yeah. we're at the top. Of, we're on the final well, level. But yeah, the, the- court,
3: the content creation, right? Like, because like <laughs> yeah, we are kind it. of the face of the business. Yes. But like we have all these talented coaches, and like honestly, like we still have Amazon businesses, but some of these coaches know more about certain topics because they've really specialized. So I just started. We, we basically last year bought on one of our coaches, we pivoted her out of coach. And we are like, you're our content director. And we basically had her start. Um, we put a thing on the end of every lesson. Like, does this lesson need to be updated? Has Amazon changed? Like there's like Amazon's changing like every right. day.
0: Yeah. yeah totally. So We
3: get those feedback from the students and then um, Rachel, who's our, our content director will go to the coaches and go, Oh, Megan's really good at that. Wesley's really good at that. She'll have them create the content. And then every quarter they revise a section of the course. So they basically are keeping like, now, if you go through our course, it's like, you know, used to be all us. Now Mm -hmm. it's like 40% us and 60% the community who's creating the content. And then on these coaching calls, we've trained them to like, if you had like a really good nugget on that coaching call, like, oh, that was a good question. We have a form where they send it to an editor. They clip that out. And now we have social media content. That's not being created by us. So it's really creating systems where people like within your team can start doing some of that work. And it's been so cool to like, have like, like our whole course is just like, it's so much better now because like I just released it and it wasn't on me to like keep every single thing updated. Um, So in that releasing of control, it's really actually grown. Mm,
0: That's great. Uh, In terms of when you're selling your offer, like a $5,800 offer, you know what, That is what it is at the moment. Who knows what's going to be in the future, right? (laughs) Uh, But in terms of making an offer like that, do you go directly to like, they can buy there right now at the end of the challenge, or do you go only to a a call?
3: Um, I'm trying to think. We've almost always gone directly to the offer only because Mm -hmm. a challenge is so long. Like on a webinar or VSL, you might go to a call because it's just, you got 25 to 60 minutes, there's not as much trust there, but at the end of a, we do a seven day challenge. So it's like right. on day six, they've been with us for six hours, you know,
0: <laughs> plus maybe yeah, so more. you do an hour a day. So you do an hour a day, hour a day, Q and then the A Q&A. on day six.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at that point they've been with us 10 plus hours probably. Yeah. So at that point we see a lot of people buy with no sales call, just send them straight to the page. Um, yeah. We do, we do do a reverse sell where it's kind of a, Hey, we have an application for the mastermind. Um, you can go apply now. We're opening up applications. You pay a retainer fee to apply, which is fully refundable. If it's not a good fit. Yep. We look at the applications. You're approved. Here's the payment page. So um, they're kind of selling them on us uh, or selling them, selling, selling us on them, right? Yeah, yeah. On why they're a good fit for the program. Uh, but yeah, we see a ton of people just go straight and buy. And then for the fence sitters, that's where we bring in like, okay, if you need to really talk with someone, you have a couple last burning questions, Here's a sales team you can talk to. But mm. I mean, historically, like this is the first time well, we're doing another live challenge coming up. This is the first time we'll have like professional salespeople yeah. because the challenge does the sales. So we would just have like yeah. our moms like take the calls, like moms in the community and coaches. They would just take the calls and just like be like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, what are the questions you have? And like they would just answer questions. They didn't really like, you know, do any fancy closes? Yeah, yeah. Um, because the challenge really does that. So, mm. the challenge is a very forgiving process that you can hit so many objections in the process mm. that the close is is a lot easier.
0: Yeah, I love that. And when you're teaching, like, how much is it? Chelsea teaching, Stephen teaching, when you're doing your challenge, I'm curious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely Steven is more like, we call it like being in the weeds. I'm the nerd, the, the nerd the tech guru, <laughs> as you guys are, are hearing, he you knows, nerd, no, yeah. he knows the numbers more, all that stuff. And I yep. definitely like came into Rainmakers helping and I've learned a ton, but, um, I would say on certain days, it's very like 50, 50. And then more of the days it's more of just like introing being on and then letting Steven kind of run with certain parts of, of the yeah. business. So. I think like yeah. Chelsea
3: brings a lot of the heart and the, like, like if I was just like to go, I probably bore people. Cause I just jump into the software and like all this stuff, mm-hmm. but Chelsea brings a lot of the mindset, uh, which is so important. She brings a lot of the heart, the stories, um, the motherhood side of things. And then I kind of like, she'll pass it to me. So she gets people really emotionally leaning in and then I kind of will come in and be like, okay, let's teach you how to do it. So yeah, I'm more the like teacher. The logical,
0: this is why yeah. it makes sense kind of thing. Yeah. But
3: it's a really good balance. And then like, we kind of bounce back and forth with, with even the offer where, you know, um, she can, she can tell the story around why that mm-hmm. thing is going to help them so much. And then I can kind of like, you know, do the call to action, you know, so yeah. <laughs> it's a really good balance. but we've had to learn to kind of like, you know, bounce back and forth and who's saying what and all those things. It's tricky doing a challenge with like two people, right? Cause you got to kind of coordinate. It is. Yeah.
0: It's choreography. (laughs) Uh, It so is. Um, So if people want to, actually, let me ask you this one question. So have you ever done a free free challenge or it's it's only paid challenges?
3: Yeah, uh, we did a short stint on a free challenge. (laughs) This is where us and Pedro have... We've we've gone Buttheads. separate ways, right? Because yes,
0: he uh, does he does he say al- to do free almost challenges? Almost always
3: free challenges. He's yeah. done the one paid challenge, or or he has one specific challenge he does paid,
0: right? With like um, two hundred and twenty nine million opt ins. Yeah, <laughs> in yes, so He's like
3: the he's the king of free challenges. He, we he have always done paid. Um, we so when we tested this, this is like the nerd coming out again. This is just our offer, so I can't prescribe this to everyone. You should probably test both if you want a yeah. ton of people in do free and still have paid upsells you know like because that'll yeah i love
0: pe- a free with a paid upsell that's yeah. my favorite usually but yeah. yeah
3: and those people that pay the upsell those are your buyers like they're the people that are going to totally. take the it's offer so <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did a, we did a challenge in November of 2021 that did not go as anticipated in the long run. It still made money, but in the mm-hmm. short term, it was actually pretty discouraging because that was the one we spent 500,000 on ads on, uh, which was insane. And so we basically broke even on the challenge. Yeah. Um, and then over time payment plans stuff, it ended up, it did end up making good money, but yeah. it was kind of one of those ones where we tested a bunch of price points. We mm-hmm. started free and then we did that like, this early bird, $7.00. 17, 27, 37, 40. Like we kind of went up as it got right. closer. And uh the crazy part is tracking those numbers um in on the back end. It was like the seven dollar buyer would spend this much, you know, oh. the the 27 would spend more, the 37. So it's like we found that the more we charge on the front end, the more they spent on the back end. Sooner. Wow. Now the seven dollar buyers and the free buyers, they would buy, but they would take like 180 days to buy the back end, you know, while the 47 would buy it within seven, you know? So for us, it was just like, let's shorten the timeline. Um, And what do you charge
0: now for your challenges?
3: uh, Anywhere from 27 to 47. We've been at 47 for the last year um, because of that data, but we are now experimenting again with a 2737. So Mm. it's never set in stone. You're always testing, right?
0: Oh, wow. Well, you guys are just absolute legends. Uh, I know that any listener listening to your journey would just be absolutely inspired by you guys. And um, if they want to connect with you and follow you and learn from you more, what's the best place for them to connect with you guys on?
2: Yeah, we also have a podcast called the Rainmaker Family Show. So you can tune in there. I would say like Instagram is a fun place to see what we're up to as well as our family, which is at the Rainmaker Family.
0: Beautiful. Now, I'd love to finish with one last question for you guys. Uh, yeah. Imagine uh, imagine it's actually the end of both of your lives. Mm. And people are standing around whispering about you as mm-hmm. a couple, as a family, as the Rainmaker family. Um, it's, it's your friends. It's your family. It's clients. It's people you had an impact on. What would be your hope? I'd love to hear from both of you. What would be your hope mm-hmm. that they would be whispering about you?
2: Mm. This makes me emotional thinking about, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a semi-similar conversation last week. I think two things come to mind right off the bat. I would I would hope that all those people would be whispering like how generous Stephen and Chelsea were just uh, with their time, with their finances, with the way that they invested, just uh, that generosity that each people there would just be talking about the ways that we loved and served them through our time and our finances. And then I think the second thing that comes to mind is that, um, that we would be, they would be whispering about how we encourage them to dream bigger, mm-hmm. that uh, the dreams that are on people's hearts are actually reachable and attainable, and that you can get your hopes up, that good things are in store uh, for your life, and that those dreams that you had as a kid or as a mama or um, just as a family to go and to do things to spend more time was actually possible, um, and that they had the tools that we equipped them with the tools necessary to do that, and that we were their biggest cheerleaders.
0: Mm. that's so good, good. <laughs> so good i love it <laughs> did you want to add anything else to that i mean it's like that- covered it all man. that's pretty good I mean,
3: hey? that was pretty good i think the big thing is we 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 always want to be hope dealers and mm-hmm. when people get around us they they truly can um believe the impossible is possible so that's what i would that's the legacy we want to leave with our kids and with mm-hmm. uh, people that encounter us is that like before i met them like I I maybe was hopeless. I maybe didn't believe in these crazy things. Um and like they kind of have like before Stephen, Chelsea moment and after where it was like now I I believe that you know all things are possible. So um yeah, that's it. That's a good Beautiful. question. Man.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Well,
0: it's been a pleasure having you guys on the Expert Edge and uh looking forward to seeing the journey as it unfolds. Thanks, yeah.
2: man. Thank you for having us. First first <laughs> couple on the show. First couple. I feel so honored. <laughs>
0: there we go. It's only been my wife and I. We're the only other couple. So Aww. there we go. Set, setting the standard. Love <laughs> it.
1: Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.